Well, hello and welcome to the Todd Hicksonball Experience. I'm your host, Todd Hicksonball. And well, we have a lot of stuff to get to today. However, one of the things that I would like to just bring to your attention is the newsletter that I call the exclusive. Um, if you would like to continue the conversation and see what it is that I'm talking about, and that could be music I'm listening to, videos I'm watching, YouTube channels I'm interested in, or just other things that are going on in the world, I send a bi-weekly newsletter out to everybody who subscribes to the exclusive. And so I would love if you would join that. You can do that by clicking the link in my bio. You can also subscribe by going to exclusivenewsletter.net, exclusivenewsletter.net. Now today, we have a lot of stuff to get to. I'm going to try to do it as expediently as possible because, well, I'm kind of wanting to watch the Cleveland Browns today. So let's get into this now. As I'm looking at the world this past week, um, couple of things come to my attention and I'm going to focus on one of them pretty much for the majority of the show. Uh, I I noticed something uh, happened this week. Christmas lights went up in my neighborhood. One day I was driving down the street. I think it was like Wednesday and I just noticed like our neighbors had hired a company and the company came out and put up Christmas lights They're up. Then I started driving around town over the weekend. And other people had their lights up. Now, I'm a Christmas fanatic. Anybody who knows me personally knows that I'm obsessed with Christmas. I I love it. It's one of my favorite things all year. I wait all year long just to be able to do that. I love the music. I love the lights. I love the cheer. I love giving gifts. I love the Christmas drinks at Starbucks. I love all of that. But it did have me thinking a little bit. And that's what I wanted to focus on today. Because I think that some of the purposes of the holiday season, and I include Thanksgiving in that as well, I don't think I know. They've been diluted. They've been forgotten. You see, over the weekend, I went to a... Russian Orthodox wedding. And if you've never been to a Russian Orthodox wedding, you stand for basically an hour. You stand the entire service. And there's a lot of things that are said and done that culturally are just weird to anybody else who hasn't grown up in that specific culture. However, I have a Bible degree. And as I'm reading through the program and seeing and having the explanations of what they're doing, Everything was incredibly biblically accurate. It was just weird culturally to consume that. For one, you were standing for an hour. That's weird. Also, like, they held crowns above people's heads. Also weird. And then, like, yikes. They were referring to the bride as the handmaiden. Like, it was weird. There were some weird things. However, as I'm looking, 
lot of things were were very spot on in terms of biblical. I don't know about the whole handmaiden thing. That was weird. But everything else was was lining up. And I began to think about it, and I began to think about the Christmas lights. And I started to think about how, you know, the day after Halloween ended, you know, I started seeing the Christmas ads for all the stores. They were playing it all. And I began to think about Thanksgiving and how everybody's making plans around the day. But nobody's talking about Thanksgiving. And nobody's talking about Christmas and what it actually means. They're talking about what they're going to do for Christmas, what gifts they're going to get, what gifts they're going to give. Well, they're talking about the bowl games, and they're talking about the Thanksgiving Day games, but they're not talking about the actual act of what's going on. And ho-hum, ho-hum, it's more of a cultural holiday now. Every year I read through a devotional done by Henry Nowen, and it's a Christmas, it's really, it's not just Christmas, it's a holiday devotional, and it's the same one. I do it every year, and the reason I do the same devotional every year at Christmas time is because of the focus that the devotional has. You see, it's very reflective Advent and the holiday of Thanksgiving, which actually Thanksgiving is not a holiday that has religious overtones when the Christian calendar, it does culturally in the United States, but it pairs nicely with the holiday season in, in December and Christmas. It's actually a time of great reflection. I was at church this morning and and while I'm sitting there, the, the pastor is talking about, he, the guy preaching, was talking about how there's Thanksgiving to be had and, and how the joy and the act of Thanksgiving was first given to us by God. You see, God actually has a close personal relationship with us, and for that we can be thankful, and for that we can have joy. And it got me thinking in terms of the Christmas lights, and it got me thinking in terms of the wedding I was at, and it got me thinking about all these things. And what I began to realize is that we live in a world that no longer recognizes and finds it to be foreign, the idea of worshiping an all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-present God. It's foreign. It's weird. It's alien, I would even say. It doesn't make sense. It's like the people in the room when we were at that Russian Orthodox wedding. And by the way, I was one of them. It was. It took me a minute. I understood what they were trying to do in terms of once I read the liturgies and things, but it took me a moment to, to get my bearings straight to, before I could even be able to do that. I've been a pastor for over 10 years. It's foreign. And we've now entered into an age where the true meaning and purpose behind the holiday season, Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's now foreign. It's now foreign to the world. You see, Jesus says to not be of the world. We live in the world, but not to be of the world if you're a Christ follower. 
And as I'm moving towards this thing that I do every year with this devotional by Henry Nouwen, it prompts me to have to begin to understand and have in a real sense this idea that I am a foreigner in a foreign land, which is the current world. As we're moving into Christmas, I need to understand that I'm speaking a different language when I talk about the birth of Christ than what others around me speak. I need to understand that for me, I just started working at Starbucks just part-time, just for something to do, some extra spending cash. I need to understand that when I'm with my coworkers, that they don't speak the same language. Christmas means something very different. By the way, you could look at this two ways. One, you could look at it as a negative and say that you wished that people still believed in God. You could also look at it as an opportunity. Part of the sermon message we were hearing this morning was about the harvest. And we've been in a series at our church uh, that's been talking about missions over the last few weeks. And One of the things a few weeks ago that the pastor had mentioned was how the workers are few, but the harvest is plentiful. And today they reiterated the harvest metaphor and and, and this idea of harvest. And and one of the things that he said was, you know, we we oftentimes want to immediately spiritualize that word harvest in the Bible and how, you know, we think of it through the New Testament lens, how Jesus is talking about those workers and there's plentiful harvest and all that. But he said, in the, if you're reading it in the context we were, which was in the Old Testament, it was Psalm 67. Actually, the idea is much more in line with work. You see, they were talking about harvest in a field. And from the context that you get in that passage, you do not see anything about the harvest being people. They're literally talking about food and and being able to get things into barns. And it reminds me of work. And work is good, and we have work to do. Now, the work doesn't necessarily have to mean that if you're a Christ follower, you're trying to convert everybody around you. That's a little pretentious. But what it does mean is loving people well, and it does mean being able to be an example to others of what it truly means to be a Christ follower. I'm never more proud of being a part of the kingdom of heaven is whenever I see people that are Christians, whether it's in culture or people that I actually personally know, when they're just being a great example of what a follower of Jesus would look like. Our job is a lot less about reading the Bible to people as it is about serving people this holiday season. It's a lot less about preaching sermons to people and a lot more about loving people this holiday season. It's a lot more about being thankful for the people in our lives than being remorseful about the fact that people don't believe in God anymore. Our job this Christmas season is to be a Christ follower to be somebody who picks up their cross. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not a Christ follower, I welcome you to the space. You see, I've been a pastor for 10 years and have recently left the church to pursue 
helping people with social media and podcasting. And I will say this, and I don't say this in a judgy, condemning way against the church, but but I will say I've had more ministry opportunities in the last few months since I've left the church than I had for almost 10 years. Being able to talk to people about things. And so if you're here and, and you're not a Christian and you don't really know what I'm talking about, I welcome you. I'm glad you're here. I want you to know that this is a safe space for you, that you're loved, that you're appreciated, that you're cared for. I want you to know that my email is open. You can email me at todd at the toddpod.us. I'd love to talk with you. And I want you to know that being a Christian is actually a lot more than just that Christmas story. There's a lot more to it than that. There's even a lot more to it than the Bible. There's even a lot more to it than just the story of Jesus dying on a cross that we celebrated Easter and coming back to life. There's a lot more to it than that. There's a, a fact of the matter is, is that God calls us to follow him. You see, if all we ever do is leave Jesus in the grave or leave him after he goes back to heaven and we don't do anything with it, it doesn't matter. And you've probably met, speaking to people who aren't Christ followers, you've probably met a lot of people that are Christians that fit that description. And I'm sorry if you've had bad experiences with that. What I want you to know is that being a Christ follower is a lot more about being a servant, taking care of other people, loving people, loving people right where they are, showing them that there is another way to live. There's a way that brings life speaking to everybody now, as we enter this holiday season, I, I, my prayer would be that you would begin to think a lot more about your life. That you'd be reflective like Henry Nouwen. My prayer is that you would begin to think of what it's like to live a life full of service, love, being helpful, being thankful, rather than a life concerned overly with attaining things, attaining statuses. I'll jump really quickly into the business that I'm in. You see, I work with companies, helping them with social media, with podcasting, creating their own podcasts. And even in that industry, the number one thing that I coach my clients on is you're never more marketable than when you are serving. You're never more marketable than when you're thankful. And you're never more marketable when you're full of joy. And joy doesn't mean just being happy for happiness' sake. Happiness is an emotion. It's a feeling. Joy is an act of being. You see, I can be joyful and have negative things happening. That's why in, in the church, we, we say our hope and our joy comes from the Lord. It's because it doesn't matter what our current circumstances are. We know that there's joy to be had in the fact that one day Jesus is coming back, that he loves us. Not only that, but he's taken us out of our life of sin. And sin is a weird word. Really, it just means we've lived a life that's off from what he's called us to do. 
And what I tell these clients is you're never more marketable than when you do those things. And the reason why is because those are the things that draw us in because they're so rare. So rarely do you see somebody just wanting to serve for no other purpose than just to be of service. Rarely does somebody want to love only if it benefits them. This holiday season, reflect on how it is that you're being loving, how it is that you're being thankful, how it is that you are living a life of joy, how you're serving. I love the Christmas lights. I love the Grinch. I love Santa. I love all of it. I'm going to watch all of the Christmas movies over the next two months. I'm going to listen to Mariah Carey ad nauseum for the next two months. But I also want to be reflecting on my life, on the areas going into the new year where, for me, I can love people, I can serve people, where I can bring joy, and how I can be a witness and a person that's trustworthy, somebody that others know they can trust. I don't know if this podcast resonates with with anybody who's listening today. Maybe I'm just preaching a sermon because I'm not in the church anymore. But what I want you to know is that you're loved, you're cared for. It's one of the reasons I have the newsletter. Go to exclusivenewsletter.net and you'll have more of these musings. I hope that you would subscribe to the podcast Leave us a rating and write a review. It's really one of the biggest things you could do for me. I don't need much. Go ahead and listen to us every single Monday. Follow us on Facebook. Go ahead and follow us on YouTube and and all that stuff. And it's all in the show notes. But more than that, reflect, pray, Discover the true meaning about what Christmas is really for. Time of reflection. I love you. Deuces, y'all.